0: Good afternoon and thank you everyone for joining us today and thank you to the Calgary Central Library for hosting today's announcement. I was talking to the CEO, Sarah Muller, earlier today, and she had mentioned to me that when people come to this country, to this province for the first time, oftentimes they go to their central library because that is where they feel the most welcome, and often that is where they get their first piece of ID. So thank you once again for um, letting us have this announcement at this beautiful venue. Before I begin... I'd like to acknowledge that we are gathered today on the traditional territory of the signatories to Treaty 7. I also want to acknowledge the Métis people of Alberta who have a deep connection with this land. Alberta's economy is growing and diversifying at an impressive rate. Our province is leading the way as the economic engine of Canada. Last month alone, Alberta gained over 41,000 new full-time jobs and almost 94,000 full-time jobs during 2022. This is amazing growth. Most of the growth was in the private sector, with major gains in construction, manufacturing, transportation and warehousing, technology, business and healthcare. While our net interprovincial migration is the highest in Canada, Alberta still has a shortage of qualified workers... In many sectors. We have 100,000 job openings in Alberta and are forecasting a cumulative shortage of over 33,000 workers by 2025 across several occupations, sectors, and skill levels. The province's express entry stream under the Alberta Advantage Immigration Program, or AAIP as it's known, is an economic immigration stream that brings people to Alberta who can help us achieve our economic goals, including filling labour shortages in key sectors. Through this dream, individuals with direct experience in occupations in demand are offered the opportunity to work and settle in our beautiful province. This dream includes the Accelerated Tech Pathway, which is designed to help Alberta's growing tech sector. The Alberta Express Entry Stream also addresses priorities in sectors such as healthcare, in tourism and hospitality, agriculture and construction. Immigrating to a new country often means learning a new language, adapting to a new culture and learning how to access the services and supports that you need. Today, I'm pleased, very, very pleased, to announce a change in how we select workers for our Alberta Express Entry Stream. A change that will help immigrants make a smoother transition into Alberta society, while they also help us meet our key labour market needs and ensure that we can grow into the future. We believe that immigrants with strong family connections in Alberta will have stronger supports to help them navigate and integrate into life here than they would without family connections. This is why we will be focusing on this connection, combined with demonstrated experience in in in-demand occupations. The modification that I am announcing today will allocate 25% of Alberta Express Entry Stream nominations to potential immigrants with skills in high demand who also have an immediate family member, so a parent, child, or sibling living in Alberta. However, it is extremely important to understand what this modification is and what it isn't. This is not a family reunification plan. In 2013, at the request of the federal government, what was then called the Alberta Immigrant Nominee Programme, closed its family stream to eliminate streams without direct labour market ties. Since then, other provinces have moved to using family ties as qualifying factors within economic-focused nominee streams. In essence, this is what Alberta has done. And the most effective way for the AAIP to promote family connections is through the Alberta Express entry stream selection process. Alberta is a magnet for immigration. We hear this time and time again, and certainly as I've traveled across this country, this is a message that has been reiterated over and over. And this includes those with already family here, as well as talented newcomers seeking new opportunities on their own. People want to come to Alberta, and they want to stay here. A fact confirmed by Stats Canada states that the majority of immigrants who come to Alberta are still here five years after their initial entry. While Alberta's government wants to do more when it comes to increasing immigration into the province, believe me, we want to do more, it is the federal government that decides on the number of, of immigrants welcomed into Canada. And it is the federal government that allows provinces to nominate immigrants to come to Alberta. Assuming Alberta's nomination allocations are the same as in 2022, and I'm hoping they won't be in the future. We want to see those numbers go up. Assuming that they're the same, the province will have 6,500 nominations available for use across all streams and pathways, and about half are expected to be used for express entry. That means we will have approximately 815 nomination certificates, so 25%, of Alberta Express Entry Stream nominations that will be based on the selection factors that I described, so family connections. I'm just going to repeat that. We'll have approximately 815 nomination certificates based on family connections. The economic future of this province is closely tied to increased immigration. It is part of my mandate from Premier Smith to work with the federal government on significantly expanding the number of immigrants accepted into the Provincial Nominee Program. I'm also tasked with developing new pathways for Alberta companies to recruit the skilled workers that we need. We know that this is a significant issue with the labour shortage and I'm certainly committed to doing my part to address that. And as a side note, the Alberta government has provided written notice to the federal government that Alberta is ending an agreement with the Canada Border Agency to use correctional centres to house people being detained for immigration matters. And if you do have any questions on this, please do contact my press secretary. The Alberta Express Entry Stream Modification announced today is one of the many steps our government will be taking to ensure that Alberta gets the qualified and skilled talent it needs. Now, I would like to introduce an immigration expert to say a few words. Sheba Singh is a founder and CEO of Canarc Immigration Solutions, a certified immigration expert Sheba became a Canadian citizen 10 years ago and has both the knowledge of and direct experience with immigration-related challenges. She's also an incredibly hard-working individual and and has provided me with some advice on the immigration streams in Alberta, and what I've come to learn is that she's also a go-to person for many people who work within this industry. So, Sheba, please do come up and share a few words.
1: Thank you, Minister Sani, first of all, for um, such an amazing announcement that you made today. This is really going to help the immigration sector as well as the immigrants and as well as Albertans who are already living in Alberta. Uh, This is the kind of leadership that we need uh, coming from our industry at the moment. My name is Sheba Singh, like the minister announced. I'm an immigration consultant by profession in Alberta. Uh, my office is in Calgary Northeast. I work with a lot of individuals at the moment who are uh, seeking immigration from the Alberta government and a lot of people who want their families to migrate to Alberta, but due to some reasons, uh there were... They couldn't. So now with this announcement, I think this will be amazing for people to bring their family over who can fill the labor shortages as well as who can get a really good support system because what better support system is there than the family. So this will really help the province to grow and this will also help the immigration industry as well. Um, now I'd like to I invite here Scott Scott Crockett from the Business Council of Alberta to make some more comments. Thank you. Thank you, Sheba.
2: Thanks very much, Sheba. Immigration is fantastic, both for Alberta generally and for our economy specifically. Uh, Immigration and newcomers bring uh, an invaluable infusion of skills and energy and know-how and economic benefit to our province, and we need that right now because Alberta's economy is white-hot at the moment, and our labour market is facing severe shortages. More than half, 60% of Alberta's major employers employers say that finding the right skilled people to do the jobs is one of their biggest hurdles to growth at the moment, and that's why we've been encouraging governments to to maximise economic immigration and to do so in a way that responds to the needs of the province of Alberta. And that's why we're happy to be here today, uh, encouraged by this announcement that will enhance more economic immigration for people who have a great chance to succeed, to fill those jobs here in Alberta, and to continue advancing our economy forward. And uh, it's unequivocally unequivocally a win-win for Alberta when newcomers come here, fill the skills that we need, help uh, Alberta employers and uh, advance their jobs, and it's a win for those folks as well who can come and integrate into the fabric and the culture of Alberta and bring so much vibrancy to our community. So thank you, Minister, for this invitation and for this announcement today.
0: Thank you,
3: Scott. Wonderful. Thank you very much, everyone. Um, what we'll be doing here is we'll be going to media on the floor right now, um, and then we'll go to the phone lines for, uh, uh, for your information. Silencing cell phones. It's always, a, it's always a good thing. Uh, but uh, we'll take one question and one follow-up. So I'll take questions from the floor right now. If you could please stick your hand up if you're a press that wants to ask a question right now. Hands up. Go ahead, sir. One question, one follow-up. Hi, uh,
1: yes.
2: Um, my question to the minister is, for those people that who are, have gone through the immigration process
3: and have credentials that are taking almost five years with to be recognized in Canada, how will this new program uh, help those that are are already here with their credentials and even those from coming from countries that Canada's recognized
0: with their credentials? Okay, thank you for asking that question. It's an important question. And I know that today's announcement is, is, a, is an excellent announcement for those individuals who are overseas and wanting to find an opportunity to be nominated in our province. But the question of um, people who have immigrated to Canada and to Alberta and are still struggling to get their credentials recognized... That is something that this government is working on and has been diligently been working on it since 2019. We have a Fairness for Newcomers Act, and I know that Minister Madhu in his ministry is working extensively with the governing bodies and the credentialing bodies to make sure that we can expedite this credentialing process. Because this has been going on for far too long, for decades, I would say, and it's trying, it's Time to get people into the labor force so they can actualize their economic potential. So, that is a separate piece of work that is underway by separate different ministries within government, including health. And it's a little bit different from today's announcement. They're not entirely connected. But we do want to make sure that we have the environment developed here in Alberta so that people can attach to the labor market. Thank you for your question.
3: Um, I'm just directing media with question to the media mic if you just want to f- go over there it's just right behind the media mic. so if there's a will uh, and for the people online on the phone line just press one to enter the queue if uh, press one to enter the queue so we'll take a question one question one follow up go ahead sir.
2: Uh, Minister, thank you for your time and the announcement. My quick question is, uh, any projection on these prospects uh, coming to Alberta in terms of uh, projection like median salary that they are going to earn in the tech sector, uh, battling you know, inflation, cost of living, everything goes up. There are concerns at the same time while they have opportunity to come to Alberta, but there is always a but after that.
0: Thank you, Brian. It's good to see you here. And I I do believe that uh, tech sector salaries, I don't have a number for you, but they are significantly above the median income here in Alberta and the average income. So I wouldn't be able to offer you a number, but generally speaking, we have a labor shortage in the tech sector and there are Thousands of opportunities, so anybody coming here using the express entry system or the other pathways that we have in our program, I believe would be successful in finding a really good, well-paying job because those folks are in demand right now.
3: Thank you very much. We're going to go to the lines right now. Uh, First person on the line, name and outlet, please.
2: Franklin Egbor, Diversity Magazine, your line is open. Yeah, thank you. Franklin here with Diversity Magazine. I have two questions. The first one is, when does this go into effect? And the second question is, what what's the definition of a family in this case? Is it immediate family, extended family? And that's my question.
0: Thank you. And I'm sorry I didn't catch your name.
2: Franklin with
3: Diversity Magazine.
0: Oh, with Diversity Magazine. Okay, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. So this policy goes into effect immediately, and the definition of family is immediate family, so a parent, a child, or a sibling.
2: Thank you, Daphne.
0: Thank you.
3: Wonderful. We'll go for the floor. Is there another outlet on the floor that would like to ask a question? No? All right, we'll go to the line again. Catherine Grubowski, Alberta Today. Thanks for taking my question. So off the top, you had mentioned um, part of part of the reason you want to have families together is um, they're they're already established. I'm wondering, are you having some challenges with the resourcing for supports for newcomers who are coming in and do not already have family here? Or what was what was the impetus for this
2: change?
0: Thank you, Catherine. Um, good to hear from you. Um, well, the impetus for this change was that it was definitely coming from community, that they wanted to see an opportunity for their family members to be able to be nominated in Alberta. And we do know the data and research does suggest, and actually more than suggest it clearly indicates that when you have connections into The country that you're moving into or the province that you're moving into, that social support does make a difference in helping people settle on a more stable basis. I know that this has been a frequent story amongst the newcomer community and it's part of my story as well. I'm a daughter of immigrants. That it's very, very difficult in the early years to settle here if you don't have those supports. So I know that over time we have a number of civil society organizations that help with newcomer supports. There's multiple of multiple organizations here in the city of Calgary that receive resources from the federal government and the provincial government to ensure that newcomers get the support that they need. We've got Immigrant Services. We've got the Centre for Newcomers. We have Catholic uh, uh, Family Immigration Services. But at the same time, we know that these um, services are um, undersubscribed to. So there is still an issue... And part of it is just knowledge and education and making sure that people know that there's ample government, both provincial, federal, and and actually municipal resources available. So I hope that does answer your question. We know that um, there are issues there at times with newcomer families. And this proposal or this new policy that I'm introducing today should help alleviate some of those issues.
3: Wonderful. Is there a follow-up on the line? Yeah, and um, you, you mentioned off the top also that one thing it's not is it's not intended to be the uh, family reunification program. And I'm wondering what, if any, conversations about such programs are you having with your federal
0: counterparts? Well, Catherine, I had a very detailed conversation with my federal counterpart on this, Minister Sean Fraser. I did indicate that it would be wonderful if we could, if the provinces could get some elements of the family reunification back into provincial domain, but at this point, that is strictly within the federal domain. And that is why we are using the existing parameters in our program to try to ensure that we can get family members here through our existing streams. So to summarize, it still remains within the federal domain, but uh, I will keep asking whenever I get the opportunity.
3: Wonderful. Is there media on the floor with a question? Media on the floor? No? All right, we'll go to the next one on the line. Oh, no there are more. no other questions on the phone at this time. All right. Last call for media on the floor. Please go to the media mic, sir. Media mic, sir.
0: Oh, there's a mic over there.
2: Thank you for providing the opportunity for the new stream uh, announcement. Minister, could you tell us uh, what is the expected numbers of the new uh, uh, people who are arrived through this new stream? As you said, at 25% of the uh, the new stream will get her um, coming over here in Alberta. Do you have some specific number in your mind? Well,
0: what it think? is a a new change to the policy. So we have about out of our sixty five hundred spaces for nominees, about half of them are um, allocated to express to entry, and so with this twenty five percent allocation designed for those who have family connections here, that will translate to about eight hundred and fifteen nominations. And of course, I'm hoping that our allocation will go up. We're at 6,500 now. And again, I've spoken to the Federal Minister of Immigration, Minister Sean Fraser, and have indicated Alberta's desire to potentially double that number. So we're hopeful that we'll get a significant increase.
3: Thank you. Any more media from the floor? Go ahead. Hi, Minister. Uh, Simon Jones, CTV News. Just wondering, does this program expand to social mobility uh, once newcomers have arrived and, and gotten in the workforce? And <clears throat> Excuse me, I know there's um, a labour shortage that's cited quite a bit. A lot of those jobs, those labour jobs, are kind of lower end, I guess, or, or entry, entry level, if you will. So I'm wondering if there's social mobility uh, help after those people have arrived and sort of got their foot in the door and got it established.
0: Mm -hmm. That's an interesting question, because we obviously know that there is a significant labour shortage, particularly at that entry-level position. This particular program is designed to attract those individuals who um, are in high demand right now, and so we've got a lot of tech workers that we're looking for, we have a lot of healthcare workers that we're looking for, so as they go through the express entry stream, there should be an indication that we want to have them here because we have the positions available for them. Now, in terms of the social mobility aspect, I do agree that's important that when we have newcomers here that they find ways to be able to improve their situation, and that's why we work very closely with civil society. We fund all of these organizations that I would mentioned earlier to help with language training, to help with skills training, and we've got Alberta supports and Alberta works offices as well that do that kind of work. And uh, so the supports are there, but again, sometimes there is an educational aspect. A lot of newcomers are so busy just settling, getting a job, finding housing, putting food on the table, that they're not aware of these services. So that is also part of my mandate to ensure that uh, newcomer communities and our partners are doing a better, more intentional job in terms of sharing this information. Because that's how you will achieve social mobility, if you get the help at the front end and actually that you know that it's available.
3: Wonderful. Time for one last question. Go ahead, sir. Thank you
2: very much, Minister. My question is, yes, Alberta need, labour shortage need to be covered, but do we have infrastructure to to accommodate all that influx of immigration? Do we have health care? Do we have schools, enough infrastructure to, to bring them in?
0: Excellent question, Mr. Butcher, and it's great to see you. And we know that as Alberta's population grows, and we know that it's mainly going to grow through immigration, that our systems need to also grow in tandem with that. So as our population grows, um, and I know the Calgary Board of Education, here in Calgary specifically, is in charge of new school bills, and they take all of this information into account As the population is growing, they will put more infrastructure into their capital plans. And the health system is the same. So there are very robust systems in place that ensure that our infrastructure is keeping pace. Is it perfect? No, there is no such thing as perfection, but these systems are in place to ensure that that happens. And we know, as I said, that the population of Alberta is going to grow significantly in the next decade, mainly through immigration
3: we got time for one more. Okay, one more.
2: Hi, Minister. It's uh, Nick with City News. And just feeding off of Simon's question, on the other side of that, when you do bring uh, immigrants in that do have education on some of these higher-level jobs, there's always been that roadblock that some education isn't looked at par. Is that something that's going to be addressed? Because, I mean, there's been many times where we've seen people come in doctorates or different degrees such as that, but they're just not recognized here in Canada or Alberta. So is that part of that that's going to be addressed? Because that roadblock, once they're here, all this talent and education, but then you know they're looking at a a low-income job.
0: So Nick, what you're saying, you are articulating the views of probably everybody in this room, that we have highly qualified people who come from different countries of the world, and yet their credentials aren't recognized. It's it's a problem, as I'd mentioned. It's age-old, it's in the decades, um, and we have been trying to address it. There is significant intent to ensure that we are working on expediting the credentialing process. I know um, the Minister of Health is working with AMA and the College of Physicians and Surgeons to make sure that we can get more of our international medical graduates into the system so they're not waiting for five years to actually get their residency positions that that can happen sooner because that does that has an impact on families and so we we clearly recognize that and I had mentioned earlier that Minister Madhu in skilled trades and professions that's his ministry he's also very motivated to tackle this. Unfortunately, these things do take time. We don't have the luxury of waiting another decade to do this. And I can tell you there are many conversations behind the scenes uh, that are taking place to ensure that we, we get on top of this. And I know that the Minister of Health will have more to say about this in the future. Wonderful. Thank you, Nick. And thank you, Simon.
3: Wonderful. Thank you very much, everyone. That concludes our media scrum. Uh, thank you very much for everyone for coming. And uh, we'll move into a photo op now. Thank you very much.
0: It was great to see you all.